As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Thank you for coming back and joining us yet again this week. <laughs> It's almost time for the big party. Oh my gosh, this is Rodrigo. I'm not too sure about. This could be either excellent or disastrous. I don't see why it couldn't be both. Okay. Exastrous. <laughs> Exastrous, yes. Or let's get back to it. Okay. Well, let's not for a little bit. Okay. Um, let's get to. The Randus and Ket wandering around randomly hour. Uh, Or maybe well, it was just Randus. It, it was going to be Randus and Trell searching for uh, rituals. Friend. I can't remember that word when I actually time need to for say it. Shopping? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it should have been Randus and Trell shopping time and Torque and Ket wandering around aimlessly trying to figure <laughs> Torque, out. Torque and Ket getting intel. Yes. Yes. Doing that sneaky thing that Torque and Ket do oh so well. <laughs> yes. Which I assume involves a lot of like uh, newspapers with the, with eye holes, holes cut, cut out in them and Let's put pretending to be bushes. <laughs> and if somebody, if somebody, if somebody gets close, being like, "Hey, Torque this bush wasn't here before." Bush. <laughs> Torque's just standing there with like a twig in front of his eyes. He's like, "Hey, ladies, naganooch," and Ket just waves. What? Occasionally, they play Jackson Five songs in our boombox. <laughs> the Jay and Silent Bob reference. Stay yes, with me. I got it. Yes, oh, thank you, Brian. <laughs> You're supposed to chime in and go. Okay, that was funny. One, two, three. <laughs> We have to get to our sick. death. Hold on. Death by Eldrin parents. Wait. So play if King the, my choice is cake or death. Yeah, Jackson Five singing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yes. Sorry, I've reached the age of puberty. I can't sing that. I'll have to check with the We need to get Zach in here to sing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. You're so mean to him. He's 12. Exactly. That's not me. <laughs> the other way around. Any ding dong diddly way. <laughs> <laughs> ding diddly ding dong crap. <laughs> So, achieving things, huh? Yes. Yeah, so, we're standing outside the room waiting for Trell right now. Yeah, she's <laughs> taking a long time. All right. Well, when she gets out of there, Brandis, right. when she gets out of there, go do what we planned. You ready so, for this, Torque? 
how much we got to work with here? Uh, I suppose. From what I was reading, kind of unlimited potential resources. They're basically willing to give us whatever we want for having served their children. <laughs> yes, I know. Very well. I suppose if we can locate a uh, magical library and see what we can pull from there, first of all. I'm sure you'll be able to locate a magical library. <laughs> yes, you would think. Yeah, but will it let, let us in? You might need some elven and... Hmm. Not if, I guess, I'm able to locate this comprehend languages here right off the bat, Dad make the rest of it pretty easy. That would make the rest of it pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, you might need some uh, Alvin to locate the comprehend languages. Yes. <laughs> Potentially. I'm sure so you be have able to, to speak Elvin in order to learn Elvin, but as soon as you learn Elvin, you'll be able to speak Elvin. <laughs> well, exactly. At least the understand the poison it. is in the vessel with the pestle. Get <laughs> We're going to die... We're going to die... In the frickin' housewives of the Feywild, and we're gonna die, and this is all out of character, in in a fog bank in frickin' Elverschleim. Elder Tanabi. <sighs> Lamenting our future death is kind of my thing. <laughs> well, I, yeah. that's, Tork, that's your player this is thing. All, this character. all right. Anywho, if I you think you can manage by yourself, that. potentially. All right. Let's well, as much <laughs> as we often do. Okay, we better wait for trail. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go with us to try and find the library, or do you want to wait for your translator? We can go, I All suppose. Right. So the three of us okay. wander off to try and find the library. Okay. Because that's much, much more unobtrusive. So, you guys wander out of the building. Well, Larry Moe and Data. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only part robot. Fine. Larry, Moe, and Hugh. It's seven of nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you wish. Upgrade. <laughs> Spelled with two days. Think of the fan art now. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so um, I believe you guys were in the process of walking out of a goddamn building. <laughs> no anymore, were we? Uh oh, yes. he threw an F bomb. We need to <laughs> knock it off. Um, Wait, yes, <laughs> we are going to exit the building. The three of us. All right. And outside the building, how many other buildings? There's a bunch, most of them in a U shape. Yep. Look for the that first horseshoe. person who looks like they're knowledgeable helpful let's go with not busy how about <laughs> willing what? to speak on duty to the likes of us. Like, like, if there, are there any guards yeah in the inside perimeter yep all right yeah we'll go to the first one of them that we can find okay walk up to him and elvin sir yes would you be able to point us to a library we are on uh, we are young master rivendorn's compatriots and we were told we would be able to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. utilize some things before we were sent on our way. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, just uh, walk in through that door there, uh, up two flights of stairs, and then to the left. You can't miss it. Thank you, sir. Give him a nod. He gives you a, a, a quick 
head bow kind of thing. And follow his directions. Yep, and sure enough, you guys make it up to a library-type deal. Uh, You open the door, and there are just uh, uh, shelves and shelves and shelves. Like, walking in, this is like a a two-story building. Um, But going up a flight of, like, those flights of stairs, you come out to, like, a little office um, and then past it is like the rest of the building is a library and it's just like two stories of shelves and just like rows and rows and rows of them um, all the way up to the ceiling. Is there anybody in here? Yeah, there's a guy at the desk. He is an Eladrin. Sir? Hello. We are uh, Young Master Rivendorn's compatriots. We were told we'd be allowed access to a number of things before we were sent on our way. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Would you be able to... Do you speak common? Yes. Okay. Would you be able to help uh, Mr. Duthane here? Hello. Locating rituals and whatnot. We have a number of ones that we want to, or that we need to... Uh, he's learn. a ritual caster? Yes. yes. As is young Master Rivendor. And uh, he... He doesn't know comprehend language? Not yet. That's one of the ones we're going to be looking for. In fact, if you know, you know exactly. One one second, and he gets out of his desk, walks off, comes back with uh, basically with a wooden crate, and sets it down. Opens it. All this dust comes out. Pulls out a book. Opens it. Uh, yep. Here we go. Basic rituals in common. Uh, all right, thank you. That's now, if uh, you don't mind, I have a lot to index. Uh, I would prefer that you only uh, come to me if, uh, say, some kind of uh, ectoplasmic entity has manifested through uh, an erroneous uh, turn in your studies. I can do that. He sits down. And... He means come to you if that happens, not actually make that happen. Ah, uh, certainly. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, and he says this in Elvin, what I am saying is that some of the nuances of the uh, rituals can be lost to those who are not reading them in their original material. I, yeah, I completely understand. And he just, he's looking at Ket, and he just shifts his gaze down to what he's doing. Thanks for your help. Take Tort's arm and walk out. Okay. I don't even know what he said, but I know I'm not going to like it. <laughs> ah, I, he didn't say anything bad about you. I'll yeah, but he said something bad about somebody. You can tell in their eyes when they do it. Yes. They get this far away look like we's beneath them, and they're like, oh, look at the little wormy people with their wormy faces. I'm going to think about all thinky magic stuff with my big featureless eyes that would pop, pop. I'm a little bit angry. I apologize. I've noticed. I mayhap you should leave any speaking to me. What the heck's a mayhap? If we approach anybody, just let me talk to them, okay? Oh, that'll make me feel much better about being treated like I'm stupid. (laughs) Right now I'm asking you to do that because you're kind of agitated and I don't want you getting more agitated at the people who are calling you stupid. So so I'm stupid and uncontrollable too? (laughs) 
No. This is this is this is this is the kind of thing that makes me mad. You are neither stupid nor uncontrollable. There you go. What were we talking about? I'm not sure. Okay. If anybody yeah. asks us any questions, I'll answer them. Okay. Uh, you okay? If they're speaking Elfie, I don't speak all the Elfie. Anybody? That's exactly why I need to answer them. <laughs> to me, it's all she flip de flop de boing foigen. I don't even know what it means. Yeah. Anybody wants a giant? I can speak giant now. If, if someone speaks giant, then you'll have to speak for me because I don't know giant. There you go. All right. I don't think giant is considered. Uh, what do they call that thing? Elegant enough for these people? Probably not. It make me mad. I understand. Let's. I kind of liked it better when there were no rules and we didn't know what was going on. And Randis was a pumpkin. Randis was never a pumpkin. Orm said Randis was a pumpkin. I'm just saying. Okay, Do you believe everything go. Orm says? Yes. Never mind. Let's go. You're right. Okay. All right. All right. Before we go on with this. Let's uh, open up some menus and spend some GP. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Again, how much we've got to work with here. For the rituals, they have to spend some gold. You've got all, right. all the So first gold. of all, comprehend. Oh, you guys have apparently unlimited wealth because you're going to be paid handsomely. They haven't been paid yet. Oh, yeah. well, in that case, you have... We have 9,500 gold pieces, 2,400 in materials, and 8,400 in gold materials. So, uh, once again, 95 gold. 95 gold, uh, 2,474 in materials, so over, uh, yeah. And then we have, I don't have gold mats here. 8,400 in gold mats. Gold mats? Yeah, that's what I have written down <laughs> for some reason. It might have been an additional oh, 8,400. Yeah, that's right. That was I, either gold, yes, and, gold or mats. and or mats. That's what it was. And or mats? <laughs> Materials. 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 Oh. <laughs> Just random. Stay with us here. 8,400. Yes. Etc. Yes. Steven likes to shorten words. those are four separate. Or three separate. Three separate. Yeah. It's a Mamorpaga thing. <laughs> but you... Yeah. You... You at this point you can't spend gold on learning okay. the rituals. Well, because the rituals are available, language. but the the stuff that you spend is actually like trying them out. Yeah. Okay, then you got to use your actual oh, play. Use mats to learn rituals. No, usually it's the other way around. <laughs> Can we stop saying mat, please? I hate that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so we. For uh, this purpose, he has to spend the materials to you to learn them. Then, or? right, because okay. he's not buying rituals to go practice. He has been given rituals that he gets to try out with okay. his own stuff for free. With his somatic components, if right, you will. Right. Okay. I'm still paying the market price. You're still yeah. paying the market. You're still paying everything as normal. It just has just to come out of your. You have about eleven hundred in materials then. Okay. Or I'm so, sorry, eleven thousand in materials. Yeah. 11,000. So, uh, comprehend language in and of itself is 50, and then the actual component cost to cast is 10, so... Okay, go ahead and just spend your 60 right now. All right. Do you want me to keep track of everything tally. that you're spending? Yeah, let's just do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rob okay. didn't write down and, all the prices. And this will uh, and this will sorry. last you for the scene, so we won't, we're not going to worry about you having yeah, to recast It's at least a day, so... Oh, well, there you go. 
I assumed. I, I mean, I can actually roll it if you want to see if I'd no, be able to no, speak no, it. No, no, no. No? Okay. Okay, so Randus has gone through his rituals, mm-hmm. decided to double up and get everything also for Orum. So run down the list of everything that uh, that you picked up, and if you have the cost, great, but if not, don't worry about it. Uh, okay, well, I'm not going to bother. Uh, ones I ended up picking up is Comprehend Language for making things easier. Uh, Eagle's Flight, which would let us fly. Endure Elements, which lets us you know, endure natural weather and whatnot and be more uh, comfortable that way. Secure Shelter, which lets, basically lets us make a quick magical house. Uh, Raise Dead, which I don't know if we did get that before or not, but we're getting it again just in case. In case one of us needs to die, we can bring him back. Uh, Knock Spell for when we need to get things open. And uh, Glyph of Warding, which is basically a magical trap that we can put down and warn us or explode if something that we don't want comes in. Did you double the 10 cost? Yes, I did. Uh, Take out 10. Or add, add ten back add in. Ten back in. Okay. Yeah, because the ten cost was Randus actually oh, casting okay. comprehend languages, so he could actually comprehend the languages to learn all the other. Okay. So yep. after all is said and done, we end up left with uh, ninety five hundred pieces of gold and six hundred ninety uh, materials, whatever those are. Um, you know, I have ninety Smith vomit tongue of wart, the the foot of a small chicken. Yes. Hmm. Chicken. Arise, chicken. Arise. Lemonade mouth. Okay. So, talking cat. <laughs> yes. We are going to be casually and taking. Aimlessly. Yes, taking the uh, basically the stock of. Uh, our little fort here, the fortress, and what we're looking at. What? How many buildings are we actually seeing? Is it like a large? Is it a small town? Is it a quadrangle? Are we looking at like a neighborhood? Um, it is a. We'll say a medium-sized neighborhood. That is all largely built into a single U-shaped building. There are other buildings in the complex, mm-hmm. uh, but they do not seem to be residential. Whereas the other buildings are kind of a mix of, you know, libraries and uh, things like that. Comparative to that place where Stephen works, larger or smaller uh, than the building that he works in or that no, the whole thing everything's, <laughs> everything's bigger than the yeah. this house I'm is bigger like than the, the building that I thing. work in that's that's certainly true yeah um uh it's i see it's difficult for me to gauge because it's kind of weirdly shaped but okay. i would say it's smaller but it's also a more a much more compact design um okay. although there is that there is in fact that that giant quad right in the center of it um oh you know, uh, square foot wise, it would be smaller. Okay. Um, looking at the security, are we seeing, are we seeing like obvious, like security personnel? We're seeing obvious mm-hmm. guys who are you know, on, on duty. Yep. How many are we looking at? Um, you run into at least five okay. as you're walking around. So pretty well staffed. Yeah. 
It's also, also just um, on the inside of the U. I don't know. You could have gone outside of the U as well. Yeah. Is yeah, there guard? Yeah. I, mean, I assume there's more guards outside the U to actually guard the exteriors. There exits on the outside of the U. There's fog on the outside of the U. But if we enter the fog, there's no telling whether we can come back in. Mm. Right. Are there doors that from inside the buildings? Right. Building. Right. Uh, is there an exit that goes to the exterior of the U? Yeah, the the U doesn't go all the way to the edge. There is more areas, and there are other buildings outside of the U as well. Okay. So we can, I mean, we can kind of get... If we were looking at a rough population based on the guesstimates that we have here, and Ket's uh, acumen, Mm -hmm. what would you say? Are we looking at hundreds and hundreds of people, dozens and dozens? You're, You're looking... 17 Eladrin? You are looking at upwards of 100. Um, okay. if you, if you extrapolate the, the amount of guards that you've seen and kind of think about that, um, which is a significantly smaller amount of people that could populate this area. Like you could have probably up to a thousand people living in this complex, but which, you really only have maybe 150 tops. Which makes Torque even more angry because they could be helping more people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I'm going to need a bluff check from the two of you. Hey, there's a number. Let's see what I add it to that other number. My bluff. Am I trained in bluff? No. I get vault 19. Okay. As I guess I'd be using Beguiling Tongue to do this. Okay. Uh, and that'll be 31. Okay. And I noticed someone looking at Torque odd. I used sympathetic read the whole someone failed a bluff check. I'm pretty sure that there are always people looking at Torque odd right. in this particular environment. Oh, okay. You want to go ahead and give that reroll then? Yeah, go ahead and reroll it. See if you can get anything better. Uh, thirteen. Okay. He Does gets he... to use either one. Okay. All right, what else do you guys do? We're not approached mm. by anybody at all? No. Nobody seems to really notice us. Hmm. Well, I mean, you guys aren't, like, skulking, right? You guys are just walking? Oh, yeah. no, I mean, obviously, wondering. guards notice you as you walk by, but they don't say anything. Random, sure? random pedestrians will just walk right past invisible. you. You're pretty sure that most people that lived here were there to see you guys come in, so pretty much you got to know that everybody around here knows who you guys are, uh, and oh, more yeah. importantly, who you guys are with. Yeah. Is there any there that looks like it's someplace we shouldn't be or aren't supposed to be? Yeah, the main building seems to be kind of an invite-only place, but it really is, is pretty clearly for social reasons, hmm. not not because, you know, they're trying to, like, keep something in there that shouldn't be in there or anything like that. It's just, like, you're not dressed well enough to be in there. And the main building's basically in the center of the yep, U? Yep, it's, like, right, right smack in the center. You were in it. Yeah. Earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to... Sure, sure. 
Now, mostly we're just going to wander around, take a lay of the land, try and memorize as much of the place as we can. Yeah, between so the two of you, I mean, you guys, like, the two of you are actually good at this. So you guys have a really good place. Certainly, if the two, if you guys had to defend this place, you'd have a really easy time. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to, you know, put up some kind of barricade right in the giant quad, but that wouldn't necessarily be all that hard to do. The rest of the building is basically it's the building is uh, three quarters of a fortress. Yeah. But you know, mm. interestingly, not really built to be defended. You know what I'm saying? It just happens to be a sturdy, con- like a, a well-constructed building, but you know, th- it's not a fortress. There aren't like windows that are easy to shoot arrows out of, and you know, there's yeah. not a lot of places to stand on the roofs and or things like that. So clearly, not expecting a siege. Yeah. Hmm. The dinner is supposed to be in the main building, isn't it? There's likely to be in the main building anyways, right? Yeah. That that would almost certainly be the case. Oh, I want to get a look into there. Circle the main building a couple of times, see if anybody. Well, it's hard to circle the main building because it's built into yeah. the building, so you can back. walk up to it. Yeah, I mean, the doors, the the main doors to it are closed. The soldiers make no overture to be like, "Oh, who goes there?" or anything like that. But they're not opening the doors, and they don't make eye contact with you. You know, there's no like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you want in here? Like, there's no, none of that. They're just, yeah. you know. Hmm. Are there any windows into the main building at all? Sure. Casually look through some of those. Just, I want to get away of the building without arousing too much suspicion. It's difficult because you can't like. Remember, there are those stairs that lead up to the main building. Mm. Um, you basically have to walk right past the guard to go peek through a window or alternately jump onto a, a window pane or a windowsill to, to look in because the window itself is not like the ground. There's no ground there. It just like goes all the way down to where the normal floor would be. So it is it is very difficult to casually do that. We'll come back to that. I'm going to look for uh, some gnomes. Okay. Um, you... Let's see. You... Find a gnome. Uh, as you are walking back and starting to think to yourself, I should find a gnome. Off over there, a door opens and a gnome comes out. He has, uh, he's obviously short, um, has gray kind of crazy hair, big mutton chops, black featureless eyes, um, and is wearing um, just these fairly plain brown trousers and uh, um, normal 
you know, leather shoes, but not particularly nice. And um, a normal kind of a tunic style shirt and a uh, brown vest over it. Um, when he comes out, he seems to be looking around and immediately spots you and starts walking towards you. Walk towards him. Okay. Ah, hello, hello, hello. Right. Um, Cat Hazard, this is my compatriot, Torque. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, you, sir? Uh, they call me Grumble Turtle. Grumble Turtle? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How, how's your day? Oh, it's been uh, fairly exciting. We uh, have uh, uh, dinner ready in the kitchen for you if, you'd, uh, if you're hungry. I, I was wondering why you uh, looked looked like you were looking for us. Mm-hmm. Well, are you hungry, Torque? Uh, I'm gonna nudge you so you say I yes. Need. Uh, ow! Why why are you nudging me? I, you want some funnel cakes gonna... or whatever food we have prepared? Oh, okay. Just stop nudging me. Okay. It's like you're trying to tell me something secret that you don't want people to... Oh. <laughs> well, ah, right this it. way. Uh, do you know where yeah, the rest of I your hungry, party is? Get, let us go to where the food is, because I am hungry and I am pork. <laughs> um, Lead on, good sir. I believe uh, Randus would be in the library still. He was researching some rituals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trell... We left her in our room, uh, so I'm not certain if she would still be there, if she would have uh, gone to explore, as is her liking, uh, to her liking. Okay, well, I'm sure we can find her. Okay. Uh, said you had food ready in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go ahead and lead on, uh, Mr. Turtle. He walks over. As he walks into the door, another younger-looking gnome comes out he uh goes uh, go find the other guy in the library and he's like okay and just kind of scampers off scamper 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 yep and you are led into a big kitchen i mean it there are um not only are there a couple ovens and multiple kind of uh like fire pit type range places but also there appear to be a few uh, a couple of uh, kind of uh, of like magical cooking arrays like you've seen mm-hmm. uh, completely different design it's kind of like somebody had the same idea but engineered them in a different place or in, in a different way um, uh, and uh, just kind of uh, there's just we'll say three long tables and there um are there's a gnome that is uh setting some uh food on the table and um Albie is there with him and they're just kind of chatting. But before we go any further here, we will cut to the main building, not the main building, but the building where you guys are staying. Um there is a knock in uh Camus's uh room and um you hear from the outside hairdresser. Uh 
What should I do? Oh, it, it's okay. You should you should probably go find the boys. Okay, okay. Um, they'll be okay, right? Yeah, it, I'll I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. And she opens the door, and on the other side, you see a young gnomish lass. She's got these like uh, blonde curls, um, kind of. But the the whole array is kept together into this uh, bun on top with this like really big butterfly pin. Um, and she's wearing you know slightly fancier clothes that you might expect uh, your average kind of a. Uh, non-wizard type in this society to be wearing but uh she's actually like lugging a cart that has with like these wooden boxes and as you open the door she kind of walks in and kind of almost runs into your knee and says oh pardon me ma'am oh no problem sorry step around her into the hallway that's it's not difficult yeah and as you uh, start to walk down the hallway um a uh an eladrin in armor comes up uh miss uh, i believe uh the uh, kitchen staff is getting things ready for you so oh. uh, which you, way oh just follow me i'm i'm okay. on my way there to relieve somebody all right follow him uh, yep and you know a few he points at the kitchen and uh, a few steps off he you know salutes at a guy a guy salutes at him and the guy leaves <laughs> and when you get into the kitchen we'll say that uh randas is, has already made his way in so uh eventually oh. trell walks into the kitchen and there in the kitchen are all the non-eladrin members of your party Oh, uh, as well as a couple of gnomes and um, Albie Crystal Castle. Hey. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I had to take care of something. Did you um, find everything all right, Arandis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I think we got... Sorry. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh. Some... Uh poultry looking stuff and that's poultry like a bird is put in front of you it is it actually looks really good oh good oh i'm sure it is not really touching it um another young eladrin walks in as well um and uh alvi waves at him and he waves back at alvi uh this young eladrin is dressed in robes he appears to be a wizard um, and one of the gnomes will set up a plate for him as well. Like right on your table. These tables are really long. I mean, he sits, uh, you know, a respectful enough distance away. Cafeteria not, style. Yeah. Yeah. And Albie is like, he's kind of at the head of the table. He's not sitting, but he has like one foot up and he's like talking to the staff as they kind of scramble back and forward with, you know, food and drinks and things like that. And, you know, it seems to be generally pretty jovial with them. And they all answer him respectfully, but, you know, I mean, it's it's clear that most of these guys like him. It's all gnomes doing all the serving? Mm-hmm. How many gnomes did we see throughout the day? Uh, probably at this point, seven. And all of them were doing... Yeah, sort of some, some sort of task, yeah. Are you going to try to start a class war? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <sighs> Yay. 
What? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. So there are no ovens in this room. There are ovens in this room. There are. Mm-hmm. There are servants in the kitchen. Yep. Mm-hmm. How close are we to Albie? He, you, if you, like, just kind of uh, moved your body to the right a little bit and extended one arm, you could put a hand on his boot. <laughs> Shuffle to the right a little bit. Okay. Plate with me. Albie. Yes. And he gets his foot off the bench and actually sits down next to you. Ah. Hmm. Uh, uh uh, takes his sword off the scabbard and, or takes the scabbard off his belt actually, and sets it on the table. So, you're the captain of the guard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're the man in charge. Uh, as far as security is concerned, yeah. yes. Yeah. Nah, How often has this place been attacked? Oh, it has never been attacked as long as we've been here. So, that's, that's what I was expecting for an answer, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any, I had things prepared for everything else, but not what I was actually expecting to mm-hmm. Ah. So, do you think that's all due to uh, Master Rivendorn? Uh, almost certainly. Uh, Again, I don't understand the the, magic, the yeah. particulars of it, but I'm almost certain that that's the case. Still, he seems receptive to my uh, my ideas of how to defend this place, um, and he's not the sort to simply humor somebody. So, uh, the fact that we have uh, you know the amount of uh, guards, the active guards that we have at any given point, means that you know potentially this place could be in danger at some point. And how many of the guards are casters? How many of them are actually practice magic regularly? No, not that many. But there are a few? Mm-hmm. So did you... You said you're from the uh, spring? Yes, I, I, was, uh, I was actually uh, born in the Cerulean Grove. So you've been with uh, Mr. Rivendorn since the... Uh, pretty much since the beginning. Some some of us tried to hole up in some of the uh, of the buildings in the uh, in uh, the Cerulean Grove, and that just didn't work out. Um, and uh, they went around and, and gathered the survivors, and that's when we struck out looking for a, a new place to to. Uh, Hole up, I suppose. And obviously, you know that they didn't gather all of the survivors. Right. Mm-hmm. All the all the survivors that we encountered were gathered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and other than the people that you managed to arrive here with, no one new has shown up since. No. What, what is this place called? Uh, I believe. I mean, we just call it the villa, but I believe this. Uh, at least the larger area was called Whitestone. 
I can see that. And was this place here when you arrived? No. Uh, the the Rivendorn family found this place through the mist and determined that this would be an optimal look. Help me out here, Albie. And, uh, or, I'm sorry, help me out here, Ilium. And he, the, the other Eled- young Eldrin, uh leans forward and is like, well, it was complicated. They... Uh, sensed it through the mist as it was sort of retreating, managed to jump in, stabilize a part of it, and that allowed them to essentially fish it out uh, into an area that was a little bit more available. While still sort of being detached. Think of it as sort of a, a ship being docked on a long string. Okay. No, I'm done, I'm done. So was was the were the buildings here, or did they? Yeah, the buildings. This was an extant uh, structure when we found it. Was anybody here? Nope. Did you find anybody through the? Uh, the we picked up. We, we picked up some people in the summer canopy, um, but we did not. Once we got to the fields of autumn, we didn't find any new Eldrin. Found More a couple. Gnomes? Yeah, we found a couple gnomes. We did find a couple gnomes. Okay. Do you think all the Eldrin were lost with the Twin Cities? I believe everybody who was in the Twin Cities probably is gone, along with them. But so. they were not the only cities in the Feywild or in the in the uh, Fields of Autumn. However, although most talk has revolved around Eldrahan and Eldranaz, I believe that all other cities probably have also he points to uh, Ilium who says yes drifted into the mist is about as technical of a term as we have okay has so once you found Whitestone yep. sorry so once we found Whitestone mm-hmm. uh or once you found Whitestone, no one's shown up since then? Right. Has anyone gone out to look for anybody? No. I mean, oh, that, this place obviously could hold a lot more people than we've seen here. Surely. And it's just Eldrin and Gnomes here? Uh, up until now, yes. Obviously. Don't you think it odd that no one's at least tried to locate other survivors? I don't find it odd. I think that when you find a safe place that has, uh, despite what some might say, limited resources, maybe your first priority is to settle yourself in before you go looking for others. All right. If I had my way, we might send out some patrols, but uh, I am not in charge here. I understand that. Hmm. (laughs) 
<clears throat> so with no attacks, what's your day-to-day like? Uh, mostly just uh, making sure that everybody's uh, shift gets changed. I'm not complaining. I did plenty of adventuring in my younger days. So, uh, all things considered, I'm alive. My men are alive. Everybody here seems to be safe. I'm not uh, too concerned about not seeing a lot of action. No, I don't understand. And I, I completely understand once... I was hoping I was done with action a little while ago, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then he keeps talking. <laughs> yes. Sorry, that was Durandus. <laughs> I need to learn how to whisper. <laughs> uh, you're doing fine, Torque. Charles shoots Torque a look. <laughs> <laughs> I find it odd that no one's even stumbled across this place. And we obviously found it through magic, through arcane tracking means. Well, it shouldn't seem that odd then, don't you think? Uh, If... It took a concerted effort to specifically find this place. It's likely that this place is essentially unstumbleable upon. Yeah. True. If that's the case, then... I that no offense here. Mm-hmm. Is meant, but if that's the case, if this place can't be stumbled upon, if you actually specifically have to be looking for it, then does that make your post? I mean, the number of guards you have unnecessary. Uh we hope so. Certainly, you that you always have a police force hoping to never have to use it. Well, of course. Uh Crime is not unknown to the Eladrin, so we do not only we don't only serve as a uh, guardian force, but also as a police force. So, should a dispute break out, uh, we are uh, entitled to settle it. Charles sits up. Did have you had to settle anything? Oh, uh, only when we were on our way in. Were there a few disputes? Uh, fortunately, though, um, our systems involve a lot of rhetoric before anybody is uh, even willing to pick up a sword. So I never had to do anything except imply the potentiality of reaching for my scabbard. Hmm. So there was some controversy, some uh, difficulties with who was going to be in charge initially? Oh, no, 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 no. I I don't think anybody ever doubted that the Rivendorns were going to be in charge. There were issues of property, certainly. You know, when you are in a, a strained condition, you're on the run, you don't really see too much of a problem with maybe sharing some resources with the people that are f- with your fellow refugees. But once things settle down, 
people start to question, you know, did this belong to this person originally? Were they just borrowing it? Was it uh, a gift? Mm. So most of the disputes that had to be settled with the uh, implied threat. Mm -hmm. More the implied possibility of threat. Right. uh, Were just simply over... Did you borrow that, or did I give that to you, or things like that? Uh, promises uh, made and broken, uh, arrangements that maybe couldn't be carried out and had to be resettled or renegotiated. Uh, certainly, having a uh, somebody around who is uh, allowed to uh, potentially react forcefully puts a uh, at least some sort of timer, if you will, on the negotiations. Uh, everybody is much more uh, willing to have a little bit more give and take when the potential of the uh, issue of uh, force could, in fact, at some point, be put on the table. <laughs> there was you no dispute I, I over wonder. living situations or... Work situations, anything here? No. Once we got to that point, uh, assignments were fairly quick. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How do you find this place? Quite convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something seems uh, uh, this place almost seems too good to be true, honestly. I see. How so? Well, I we, we'd been having troubles. We, I, I really don't like this place. That not 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 Whitestone here, but the. The fields of autumn in general, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or the Feywild. I can really. see how they would be disagreeable to an outsider. Uh, and you know, suddenly we managed to find a place, find exactly what uh, two of our companions were looking for, find basically exactly what we needed at the time, and have a break from the craziness that is our quest. Mm-hmm. I can I can understand that because you are not familiar. Well, uh, perhaps you should be, but you might not be familiar with the fame of the family that you're dealing with. Uh, I most of the people who are here now immediately flock to the Revendorns for help when things started uh, going sour. They are exceptional magicians and exceptional warriors. They both, uh, uh, Master uh, Brawl and uh, the Lady Cloud Lily, they're both uh, incredibly. Yep. Um, they are both not just uh, puissant mages, but also uh, mighty uh, uh, duelists where the longsword is concerned. They are exemplars of our people. So, uh, to a large degree, we all rallied around them and in hopes of helping, in hopes of pleasing them, in hopes of accomplishing something greater, 
perhaps we all strained ourselves beyond our capabilities to find the perfect place uh, to hide from all of this. Mm -hmm. That's the party line, at least. You know what I wonder? What do you wonder? When I when I was a, a police officer, a uh, constable guy, if they was a crisis, one of our first duties was to find and gather and protect as many people as we can. And it seems like the Feywild is is pretty much all crisis-y but it, it seems to me like rather than trying to, to gather people and, and and bring everybody together it seems like y'all are hunkered down like a jackass in a hailstorm and I guess I I, I, I I have I have problems understanding that I see well uh, I'm not entirely sure what your experience in the Feywild has been, but the Feywild is vast. We could spend the rest of all of our lives searching for survivors and potentially never find any. Uh, we have managed to gather together a large contingent of Eldrin, and at this point, it has been determined that the optimal course of action is to protect those people that we have. Uh, we have an unusual amount of wizards, even for an Eldrin uh, group. Um, so, needless to say, a lot of research is being done, a lot of ways to protect our resources, a lot of ways to reach past this fog, which have actually has actually proven very obstinate. So we are thinking about uh, our fellow Eladrin that might be out there, but our first priority is to protect the ones that are here now. Mm -hmm. And what of the gnomes? He looks at he looks at a gnome. I don't know. What about you guys? And then one of like the gnome he's looking at just shrugs. Like I don't know. What do you want to know? Do you guys agree with everything that's going on? Uh, agree. Yeah. Uh, like, agree that this place is safe? Agree, like, you think that's, that what's being done should, is how things should be done? Hey, look, none of us, none of us gnomes here are wizards. We don't understand what's happening. We're just happy that these guys were willing to let us tag along. I mean... We do as much as we can here. Did that answer your question? 
Uh, yeah. What about you, LB? Um, do I like do do I do I agree with this? Uh, I think I think potentially we could be doing more to find others, but honestly, I think that if we sent two patrols every day to go as far as they can. Within a month, we would lose two Eladrin, and then maybe two more, two months after that, we would lose two more, and maybe a whole year after that, we would lose two more. This the Feywild is very dangerous, and uh, the potential of bringing someone back at this point doesn't seem worth it to to lose what we actually do have. As much as uh, we may seem to be thriving. We are, to a certain degree, in a state of attrition. We are moving forward, but not as fast as uh, we would like, certainly. Rodrigo, out of character, mm -hmm. um, are there... There aren't enough people to... How do I say this? Um, repopulate the repopulate, earth yes. the colony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um... I mean, you, sort of, you know, if think, you know, there, you saw more than a hundred people around. It's it's pretty clear that there are more than a hundred Eldrin here, right? So you pair them all up and they all have babies and, you know, you get at least one, probably even two generations where there isn't going to be a lot of familial interbreeding for a while. Add compound to that the fact that these guys live a huge amount of time, you know, each generation doesn't have to, doesn't have that imperative to pass on to the next generation to not die out. Like, mm -hmm. you know. It, um, do gnomes live this? How long do they live comparatively? A few hundred years. So I'm thinking Eladrin might be fine, but. The given the number of gnomes that I've seen, mm -hmm. no. That that's that's a, that's a fair uh, that's a fair estimate. That librarian's gonna have to learn how to change bed sheets soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless because the gnomes are the servants and they're going to die. Well, you haven't seen enough gnomes for them to all be servants. Is the other thing. Okay. So. If if each Eladrin couple was to get a gnome, there aren't enough gnomes to go around from what you've seen. Okay. Unless they keep them in storage or something. <laughs> they, they, they dehydrate them and then just like take a drop or two of them. <laughs> no! They're sea like monkeys. monkeys. Yep. <laughs> now they last so much longer that way. Brian gnomes. <laughs> uh, Horrible. So, um, um, aside from convenient how else do you find our uh, our establishment here suitable suitable for what the needs that you have at this point mhm mm mhm mm uh, it's 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 highly defensible. Mm -hmm. so it's almost as if someone was building a fort and just forgot a wall. <laughs> I've had a similar thought. Uh, 
but it seems reasonable enough as an actual survival locale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it became necessary. Oh, good. Um, I'm glad you agree. I mean, I uh, recognize reconnaissance when I see it, so uh, your, uh, your, your opinion is, is certainly valid, and I appreciate it. Saw us wandering around today? I saw you wandering around to specific places. <laughs> like to know my surroundings. That's understandable. I'm sure that uh, you haven't found too many places to be friendly if you've traveled as much as uh, I hear you have. Yeah. It seems that friends are scarce nowadays. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the return of young Master Rivendorn and Lady Riven? Oh, it's... It's going to be... Uh, it's certainly going to cause waves, <laughs> which I'm not entirely upset by. Uh, they're the sort of waves that uh, those of us that aren't in the uh, uh, mystical echelons can simply ride out. Uh, But I think things are going to change because of it, and that's very interesting to me. What kind of waves? Oh, it's hard to tell at this point, but I got a good look at the two of them, and they are very similar to their parents, which if you count the fact that the two of them have actually been outside of the Feywild as much as they have, will certainly change their opinion of things. Uh, Few Eldrin have the luxury of maintaining their uh, more conservative ideas once they've interacted with other races. Humans especially. Kind of glance around us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at what's left of our human compatriot. And it keeps looking down, poking at his food. Mm-hmm. It is It is good. There's, like, you have... Uh, th- there is some strong uh, mead going around. Um, it's probably a little bit more... Um, like, it, it smells a little perfumey. But it's good going down. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you know, between Torque and Randis, technically we have one full human left. <laughs> <laughs> you, have like, you have like a human and a half. Yeah. Torque's like a quarter. and Oh, yeah, that's true. Randis is still three quarters. <laughs> like the drummer from... Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Man, too soon, dude. Too soon. Yeah. It was 1989. <laughs> Too soon, dude. Too soon. <laughs> wow, you when Steven tells deal. you you're being insensitive, you know you're a jerk. Yes. I, full, I would like to completely disappropriate myself from that remark. Oh, come on. It's hardly the worst thing that's been said in the last three seconds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, How what long did have you can't say last? <laughs> Albie? Mm-hmm? How long have you known um, Master Rivendorn? 
only since we started traveling together i was uh i was a uh a peace officer um pretty close to the outskirts i just traveled back and forward from the uh, cerulean grove to the outlying uh hamlets to you know make sure that everything was in check that their uh local patrols were properly outfitted you know maybe dispatch the odd fabies that came across Mm-hmm. And, you know, earlier than that, I actually spend a, a fair amount of time adventuring in the natural world, trying to uh, build a, a little bit of an inheritance for my potential uh, kin. I understand. Hmm. Hey, Kat, can I talk to you for a second? Sure. I'm going to take him outside. Okay. You two go outside. Okay. As we're walking out, I'm going to ask Troll if she speaks anything other than common and elven. Nope. Sorry. I can get why you would ask, but um, are we outside yet? Yep, you're outside. Okay, cool. Is anyone in the hallway but us? Not, in, us? not immediately. You can see a guard like down a ways. But it'll be difficult for you to get to a place where you can't see a guard down a ways. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ked. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking this is some kind of fade trick thing? Have you seen me take a bite of food yet? No, I haven't either. But Randis did. <laughs> I'm um, certain Torque did as well. <laughs> hmm. I don't think it's a fey trick. I I honestly believe this is the real. Uh, these are the real Rivendorns at the very least. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing here is actually what's going on. Whether that's preferable or not is another yeah. question. Yeah, I know. Um, <sighs> Alright. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, what the Autumn King said about you betraying us in the future, he, I, don't, I don't believe that for a second. Never was- said anything about me betraying you. <laughs> He said there was an air of betrayal about me. What do you think that means? Well, there's a number of things. I'm a gambler. Betrayal is part of my stock and trade. Okay. Ah. It's unlikely that I'll have any need to betray you or the rest of our friends in the future. It's most likely that I'll have to deal with something within the uh, Cobalt Alley that uh, I got you causes some issues. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to let you know that that's not how I took that. That's I mean, exactly any, anyways. <laughs> anyways, he wouldn't. He was wrong about Camus, anyways. So. The Autumn King was. Uh, yeah. 
She didn't betray me. She was trying to protect me. Hmm. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Up. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> the two of you had been betrayed in the past. Even if you don't take that one to mean that, somebody did betray you in that backstory. <gasps> oh. That's exactly what a betrayer would say. Oh, crap. <laughs> and, and I am going to say that Trail just thought of that. <coughs> the Wait. voice in the back of Trail's head. I don't think he was talking about Camus, actually. There was, there was someone else. Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, it's kind of a long story, but when Camus and I were um, adventuring around, there was there was another girl with us, and uh, she did betray us. Hmm. Well, I still trust you. Okay. 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 All right. Let's go back in. Hold on. Okay. What do you think of the gnome situation here? I hate it. I figured that's what you'd say. Let's I am trying in. not to. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Anything going on indoors uh, before we before these two walk in? Um, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's largely it. Just uh, <laughs> enjoying... The food just kind of sitting there in the awkward silence, and well, it, there's there's not an awkward silence necessarily because, uh, you know, if if Alby can tell that you guys don't want to talk, he'll just start talking to the gnomes, and yeah. the gnomes seem jovial enough. Um, they're currently one of them is telling this story about how one time he set a trap for a badger, and then he got trapped there, and then the badger <laughs> helped him, and then chased him. <laughs> it's much more complex than that, but that's the gist of it. <laughs> like that. It's like the badger was so mad at him for setting the trap that first he helped him, and then so that he could chase him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, the other largely the, waiting for him to come back. Yeah, the other gnomes seem to have heard this one before. Ah, and then uh, Trell and Ket come back in. I was just looking at the time, seeing if we need to take a break here or not. We can. Okay. So uh, unless, we'll... I mean, is there something else that you guys want to investigate here? The one other thing I was going to ask is... Go ahead. Ask Albie how many uh, uh, gnomes are with them. Oh, geez. Um, no more than 10 or 15. Are any of them from the uh, spring? I think so. Are any of... Are any gnomes around here from the Springwood? He thinks. Mm, mm, yeah, uh, Beauty Bird is. So just the one that I know of. Yeah. Is that Albie or Grumble? That that was. Uh, we'll say that was Grumble Turtle. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's Albie. Correct on there being only about fifteen of you. Think so. All right. 
So how long do those dinner events typically last? Um, well, in the good old days, they could last a long time. I think it really depends on how our uh, uh, bright, young uh, newcomers handle themselves. It could potentially be a very short affair. Sounds entertaining either way. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, unfortunately, worried clients that okay. uh, our only uh, current uh, wizard in the room uh, probably doesn't trust his faculties enough to uh, scry on it without being spotted. <laughs> and uh, Eliam looks up for a second, like shakes his head really vigorously, and then like goes down to his food. <laughs> nice. So uh, we won't know until later. But uh, the rumor mill here is pretty powerful. Hmm. Good to know. All right, why don't we take a break there? Come back next week. Some intrigue, some plotting, some scheming. Maybe some clues revealed to what the party is doing. Speaking of parties, maybe next week we'll see what's going on in that party. But until then, if you enjoyed this episode, if you got something out of it... Head over to Major Spoilers. There are a couple of ways you can help us out. You could make a uh, donation, an ongoing donation, a one-time, a $2, a $5, $10 ongoing. Uh, if you're looking to buy some Wizards of the Coast products, some Dungeons & Dragons products, maybe you need some new dice, maybe you need some miniatures that uh, are still out there, maybe you're looking for a new uh, PHP or one of the monster manuals to pick up, go to Majorspoilers.com. There's an Amazon link right there. Click on that link and you can buy your product. And uh, you get it at the same great price. You get it delivered to you in uh, in the uh, same amount of time. The only difference is a little bit of that comes our way and that little bit helps keep the ship afloat and helps us continue to develop new product and new podcasts for you each and every week. So until next time, for everyone at the table and everyone abroad and everyone listening in their little earbuds right now, here's hoping all of your <laughs> dice rolls our critical hits. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.